0: Hello and welcome to the Seeds Podcast, your pocket coach for bite-sized transformational shifts. I'm DJ
1: and I'm Tain Tain. Together, we are your hosts and coaches.
0: So, building from our previous episode on conscious living, today's episode is going to be all about exploring people who have embodied that in their day-to-day lives. Focusing on purpose today, we have a very special interview and Tang Tang, would you like to make the introductions? Right. So very privileged today. We have invited uh, Yong Hong. He's the CEO of
1: uh, Green Dog Group in our show today. So very brief intro on Green Dog for those who are not aware of the company. It's an ancient fusion meat-free fast casual concept founded in 2011 and they have this intention to offer healthy meat-free cuisine at a very affordable um, price for people and making it accessible to the mass. So um, for me personally, when I first stepped into their flagship store in the East part of Singapore, um, I was just feeling very special when I stepped into the shop with the uh, kind of uh, customer service that I have and the wordings on the wall. I thought that company is set up with a certain unique philosophy. And that got me very interested on the founder. Um, and that's where I get to start to read a little bit more on the leadership uh, philosophy of the founder. So Yong Hong uh, is the co- one of the co-founders of Green Dot. And um, he has been featured in a lot of shows and interviews, and wrote articles. So I found him a very young chap, entrepreneur, <laughs> um, and really embodied what I call the conscious leadership. Right. So, hi, Yong Hong. Thank you so much Hello. for agreeing Hello. To be part of us. Yeah? Yes. yes, thank you. Thank you
2: for inviting me. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. No. Right.
1: So, let's just maybe start with, uh, uh, you know, your inspiration in starting Green Dot. I know you started in 2011. So, what got you started?
2: Yeah, I started Green Dot uh, in 2011. Uh, back then, I was still in my uh, second year of uh, NUS studies. I was from a uh, business school. Uh, actually, when people ask me why why did I start Green Doll, actually the real reason is I didn't think so much. Uh, <laughs> I think if if I if I really think so much about how difficult it is and what what am I supposed to do, I think I wouldn't step into FMB because mm. uh I have uh, zero experience in FMB. Uh, but uh, what got me started was uh, because of my co-founder uh, Justin. Mm. I got to know him in uh, secondary school. We were secondary school friends, and he he is a vegetarian since birth. Uh, so uh, back then, when I know him in school, uh, he's quite a poor poor boy. Uh, as in, uh, every time not not poor as in ma- monetary. As in, he goes to the canteen and he got nothing much to eat as a vegetarian. So we oh. felt that uh, hey, why why uh, is uh, being a vegetarian so uh, so troublesome, so difficult? Uh, so when when you talk about vegetarian, people think ah, is it the bihun, uh, with the Thai <laughs> bihun and uh, all the so. Uh, then uh, when I was 15 years old, he brought me to his mom's restaurant. Uh, actually, his mom uh, runs a vegetarian restaurant. And mm. it's a buffet restaurant. So when I went there, I was like, whoa, all these are vegetarian. <laughs> wow. So I, I think that uh, people has the wrong perception of vegetarian. So when, I, uh, uh, when we grew up, and he, he, he looked for me, he said, hey, why not? We, I want to start an F&B to change people's mindset of uh, uh, vegetarian food. Uh, do you want to join me? And, and then I was studying, then uh, I felt that, hey, if I can use uh, the, uh, some of my spare time to, to start a business, uh, that was very naive of me. Uh. I thought I have some spare time to do the business. <laughs> so I just started. And um, so that was how, how we got started. And uh, it, was, it was very tough then because I was still having my full time studies. Then mm. I had to uh, pack my modules into, uh, supposed mm. to be five days, I packed into two days. And the rest of the days I'll be working at the outlet. Wow.
1: Yeah. So
2: that was how we started. La. But along the way, um, we realized that uh, when we were, we started from school store, not, not in the shopping malls you see now, uh, we expanded to four school stores before gradually moving to a uh, shopping mall. So, window has been around for nine years, so it's a very tough journey uh, and mm. almost gave up a lot, a lot of times. But uh, along the way, we realized that a lot of our customer groups are actually the ladies and they are not actually vegetarian. Uh, we call them the flexitarian. <laughs> <No food>.
1: Flexitarian, <laughs> yeah. interesting word.
2: Yeah, yeah. So, so we realised that uh, mm. it, it doesn't have to be you are vegetarian or you are not vegetarian. It can be in the middle, where mm. a lot of people will be flexitarian. So we want to uh, we want to uh, attract more people to be flexitarian. It means you are very open to being eating uh, plant based food, and also uh, these ladies are uh, they want uh, a healthier, a balanced meal. And, and actually, they don't care whether the food is plant-based or do they have meat. They, if it's healthy, if it's nice, they will eat. So we want them to change the perception that plant-based food can be healthy also, can be nutritious as well.
0: Mm-hmm. So
2: then that's where we realized eh, a lot of customers are, are the ladies. And we felt that uh, from, just, uh, from just a simple school store trying to promote vegetarian, we moved towards uh, how can we uh, gradually start to change people's diet from the way we run our business. And make mm. them also understand that uh, uh just simply by changing their diet, they can change our lifestyle also. Right. Mm. Yeah.
0: Mm.
1: So would we'll you say that inspiration is really about uh wanting to offer something that is healthier version um food to people? Um, and then you say you got uh you didn't think so much,
2: right? Yeah. And then, and you just start that mm.
1: business with your friend. But I'm I'm just curious, is there something that you were thinking, to say, uh, let's just try it. Is there something like that, that came into your mind?
2: I think the whole journey of, uh, sometimes, uh, uh, you know, Steve Jobs said before, you, you only connect the dots when you look back. Huh? Yeah. So, uh, the, for this journey, uh, I really think, it's, a, it's also a self-discovery journey for me, because, I am hmm. I am a, I am a, uh, I am a uh, what's it called, I, I, I can't live without meat, when I was younger. I'm not a vegetarian since birth. So, uh, to the extent, uh, you know, the bowl of noodle, you've got tauge, uh, I will take out one by one. Uh, that's my patience when it comes to... <laughs> the
1: bean sprout, uh, the bean sprout, you take uh, out one by one. Uh, yeah. then, uh,
2: uh, that's, that's the my patience when it comes to not eating veggie. Uh, yeah. then my mother would take the veggie for me, I will put one side. <laughs> yeah. So, But uh, but then, uh, when I started Green Dot, I think it's sometimes it's, it's fate because I cannot, I, when I look back, I feel that it's, fate is amazing. Like, I'm not a vegetarian, I'm, I love meat, then I come to become a CEO of a of a vegetarian chain and championing, and also now I'm, a, I'm also a, a vegetarian. So I feel that sometimes you really connect the dog's way only when you look back. Yeah, and basically, yeah. because after I started Green Dog, I also changed my diet. Last time I used to have uh, like uh, maybe a serious acne problem. Then when I started to eat more veggie and, 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 uh, and also like change my uh, the kind of rice to brown rice with more fiber, then I realized that eh, uh, the body changes. Yes. And also, I realized and, and it shows my complexion. Uh, and also, that's why I realized that just by simply changing your diet, um, you can change your lifestyle. And I, I feel that a lot of people will have this change of diet, uh, uh, conscious eating uh, at a certain age. But at what age? Some people start at 20, some people start at 30, some people start at 50. Look around your, your parents, they probably are eating healthier, or
0: yeah. maybe less meat,
2: oh. eating more greens. So this mm-hmm. process will come. But when will it be? So, green Dot in another way, also subtly trying to bring this process of conscious eating to the earlier life, uh, earlier part of your life. Yeah, if, if you start yeah. earlier, then of course, you take care of your, because you know, when you're young, uh, we really don't care. Uh, you eat McDonald's at 2 a.m., the next day you wake up, you're still perfectly okay. But when yes. you, you reach the age of 30, 40, you eat fast food or you sleep late, your body changes.
0: Yeah. Mm. it's um, So, yeah, thank you for sharing that because in the previous episode, we actually mentioned that sometimes you just need to experiment and then your purpose kind of finds you. Mm. <laughs> so, just listening to your story, it's really something like that, right? You just try, you didn't overthink. And then just listening, I've, I found that it's kind of like evolved, like your purpose. First, it was just... Freedom for your friend to choose. Yes. And then it became about health, and now it's really quite big in my in my world, which is conscious eating, and this is it's an amazing advocacy, I think.
2: Mm-hmm. So would
0: you would you say that that is your purpose, and is that a little bit related as well to your company's values of love, care, and hope? Like, how would you? Yeah. So. Just your own personal purpose at this point, and also how that's related to the values you came up with for the company.
2: I I think uh, it's really a process of self discovery, and uh, mm. at different stage of life, a different stage of business, certain uh, things will evolve and changes. So I I think, but ultimately, the aim of uh, helping people eat better, helping mm. them taking care of themselves through the food they eat, was uh, was uh, was something that really Uh, push us along even though we met a lot of challenges along the way and this care love and hope uh, actually uh, was a core value that we came up with uh, at the start and till now i think it's uh, been through nine years and it's still something very close to our hearts because uh, in actually it's translated for from uh, mandarin uh, because uh, uh, our our company uh, a lot of aunties uncles uh, so a lot of things uh, we need to uh, uh, uh same engine. Uh, so, so, uh, we translated it to English, Caleb and hope. and Mandarin is yong xing, uh, uh, and ai Sing. Uh, so, okay. but we also cannot find the best suitable word for, 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 uh, in terms of translation, but basically mm. it means, uh, care. It means about caring what you, caring about what you do, putting your best effort in whatever you do, uh, regardless of what role you do, you, whether you are a cook, uh, whether you are a, a attendant, you are a runner, you do the best. Uh, just like uh, there's a book by Robin Sharma, the leader who had no title. Uh,
0: mm-hmm. So we
2: hope that everyone can have a, have a feel like he's part of a, a Green Dot and do his best in whatever role. And second thing is about uh, uh, love loving the people around us. Because a uh, Green Dot, we also have elderly. Uh, we also mm-hmm. have different nationality. And a lot of times, uh, we, we hire people not... Uh, in F&B, I know sometimes the pace is very fast. But we have a lot of aunties actually, they are not so fast. Uh, because of of age. Uh, So ultimately, but we hire people based on their heart and whether their values are similar. And if they are, we will hire them and also allow them to, to, I mean, we also tell the team we have to, when we hire these people, we might have to work harder, but we are willing to because we care for them and love Mm. them as a family. And lastly, I think it's a very important thing. I think for organization, it's not just about money. You need to use your product and services to help people, to provide hope for them to give them the energy, the, the positivity, to make them believe that uh, uh, through what they do, they can do better and they can lead a better life. And mm. I think that's an important part of our, our company.
1: Right, right. I think that maybe to really explain why I felt very different when I stepped into your shop.
0: Mm. Yeah, that, The yeah. experiencing
1: of the value and the philosophy that you have. Mm. Um, now, but are there any times where as you're running your business, You've been challenged by your values, that your values are being tested, or your purpose has been tested, that you kind of shaken and say, Oh, is that what really matters? Should I continue? Are there times like that?
2: I think many times, really many times, especially in as a business uh, person. I remember one of my very long serving staff, uh, Auntie Mabel, uh, she has been with me fighting for, for seven years, seven years, and uh, about Four years ago, she we were chatting and she, she said something that I remember till today. She said that, uh, Yong Hong, you are a very kind person, but I hope that uh, after years of in business, you still uh, maintain, you still remain uh, this kind of kindness uh, in your heart because uh, business really do change people because of the things they have to go through. Yeah. So, you mm-hmm. know, uh, yesterday, I, I think the day before, I met with uh, 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 another restaurant uh, owner boss uh, uh, my friend and uh, we we're talking about profits and people yeah. uh, so how to balance uh, profit and people so it's like uh, sometimes you you hire someone but it's not as good as not as fast but his, his heart is very good but we keep them but we, ha- we might have to hire more people to help them to run the, the operations in in that way our numbers will, will be affected so mm-hmm. he was talking about how to balance this but and, and my, he was talking he was my take on this so ultimately I feel that if you want me, if you really want to answer and want me to balance between people and, uh, and, and numbers, I will choose people because it's, uh, uh, it's really business in the long run. And, uh, I think, uh, the investment, the belief in people will always pay off in the long run. And, and that's why, and that's something that really kept me going like, in times where I have to make uh, very uh, tough decisions. So I think as a business owner, we need to be clear about, uh, what is our, what is most important to us. Yeah. Mm. Mm.
1: So is, what is really important here is that value. So what mm. this example that you just gave, really making a decision based on the value that you hold, that anchors mm. you. Mm. 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 Yeah. Right, right. Mm. Um, and, and, you know, when you talk about the values, when you talk about the purpose, um, I'm, I'm curious, you know, what do you see that's emerging, you know, with this pandemic, all right. uh, because there's so much stress and anxiety out there. How can we, um, as individuals or even as leaders, stay grounded?
2: Mm, I think, firstly, uh, we all have to be thankful, uh, no matter whatever happens. I think uh, when you are thankful, uh, you, you, it makes your life uh, much easier. And yeah. uh, I think every challenges, every thing that happen, happens for a reason. And, uh, and all these kind of uh, challenges and, uh, that, and uncertainties give us a chance to really uh, show our true leadership within us. And uh, yesterday, we were just having an internal uh, training with, uh, uh, with our, all our managers on Zoom. Uh, we, were, we were doing the book sharing. The leader who oh. had no title. Oh.
0: Oh, uh, nice. you, share, you share a book or? Oh. Oh, it's a book club. Uh, it's like an internal yeah, yeah. book club. We it, yeah.
2: started during the COVID, so I, I like to read. So, so I say, hey, uh, why not I uh, take uh, once a month, I summarize a book for them. So I will choose books that inspire me. So that was one of it. So we were talking a lot about uh, uh, this uh, turbulent times. Mm-hmm. Uh, That's one part about turbulent times. So uh, this kind of times really give us a uh, uh, time uh, to. Challenges to let us grow, grow for and become better. And I think that um, sometimes uh, we can't control what happens. Uh, you know, we can we don't, we cannot worry about uh, what we cannot control. So yes. we we focus more on what we can control. And what we can control is our inner self, our health, and how we treat the people around us. So I think that with good intentions, with uh, right intentions, with a uh, uh, right heart, I think uh, good you will attract positivity. So what we can do is to control uh, what we think. And, uh, and that's why I feel that during the pandemic, we should remain calm and, and, and also uh, spend a lot more time on what we can do uh, which is our health, uh, taking care of ourselves and also our people, the people around us. I think that's most important. Mm.
0: Okay.
1: Yeah. Right. I must I, say I'm really inspired how you the personal values you have mm. um, the belief, the purpose that you hold and you can really show that in the way you lead your company and the way you um, talk to your company and and mm-hmm. kind of how you encourage them especially during this difficult time mm-hmm. right and, and it shows a lot about uh, if we talk about conscious living is just being a very daily thing right the way we lead our life uh, being very mindful of the words
0: the thoughts and our actions
2: mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm. Right?
0: right yes mm-hmm. yeah. And I, I, I also love the way you've described how being love in action is, is really in every step of, of the way. So, from how you prepare your food, how you talk to others, how you talk to yourself, yeah, how you, what you choose to eat? It, it's really, yeah, it's, it's, it's the thread that runs through everything that you've just shared. Yeah, yeah. And because um, you were mentioning about your conversation about people versus profits and you know how to balance that and where to focus right especially in mm. challenging times and i'm sure for you it's also not easy like the day to day demands of managing the company so if you had like one or two tips on how you personally <laughs> stay grounded in love and calm and uh, focused, like what would what tip would you give our, our leaders out there <laughs> so that they can be, they can tap into the z- same Zen state that you have? <laughs> right, yeah. And, and just a bit of context because
1: that's something that we always share with our listeners. One practice that you do for yourself to stay grounded. So what would you suggest? Yes. I,
2: I I'm trying my best trying my best, but uh, I feel that as a leader, like what you say you face a lot of challenges, uh, so you need to know uh, and uh, being a leader is not all about moving forward uh, it's about also recharging yourself so you need to know how to recharge yourself and stay recharged because a lot of leaders uh, we, we, we are always in the action and we forget mm. to to uh, recharge ourselves and also to to, to have uh, ample rest so I think an important part of for me, is to uh, recharge, find ways to recharge myself, and uh, and and that's why uh, I always believe. Uh, for me, I like yoga. Mm-hmm. Uh, I do a bit oh. of meditation, and I also uh, like music. Uh, so oh. so, uh, and uh, I think that's very important part of me. And I always have a belief uh, that, that is to focus on who you are becoming rather than what you are accumulating. I think that's an important important part. And, uh, and, uh, uh, I have, uh, to me, I know everybody wants to have had fine happiness in life. And I think that uh, happiness in life, got uh, four different parts, uh, first part, uh, in, uh, I imagine it's called, 身心健康, uh, means, uh, having your, uh, uh, healthy, healthy, your physical, physical health and also your inner, inner, inner health. And second thing is your family, the foundation, your family uh being uh, being uh care for your loved one and also uh spending time with your loved one and third is having a meaning having meaning what you do your career or use your career to to help people and lastly uh using your talent and what you can do to contribute to the society so i think when you're able to do these four stages together you will find have true happiness in your life and all this foundation uh you cannot uh you cannot override it can, must in in uh in uh stages that means you see sometimes why, why a very successful career person, they, they are not happy uh, because they don't have health. They don't have a strong family to fall back on. And, and that's why uh, even they are very successful, they're not happy. So I feel that uh, it's still when we are, are fighting our career, we need to build our health and also our family because we face a lot of challenges. And having the uh, uh, first two foundation very strong, you can always fall back on something. Mm. And when you fall back on something, then you, they will push you forward. Then you can go forward and overcome. And that's how you progress more and more. Uh, so that's why I feel that uh, these four stages are very, to me are very important. And, uh, and, and we should spend time on this. Lah. And that's why I say uh, uh, exercising, uh, music, yeah. uh, yoga, meditation really helped me. And also spending time with my family. I think that's something that pushed me even uh, further in my career. Right. And
1: thank wow. You. So thank you so much. Beautiful wrap up. Um, I think the word that now starting to emerge is just being very balanced in the way how we lead our life. Mm. Um, you know, the balance is coming with the inner cultivation, the inner work that you're doing through yoga, meditation. And I like the word that you also talk about, knowing that as leaders, as individuals, you need to recharge. Mm, and and mm-hmm. not always moving forward. So, standing still is quite helpful because that's the recharge uh, mm. time that, you know, the pit stop that we take for ourselves, mm, right? Yes. And then, um, you know, paying attention on the relationship, the external part, um, but the kind of relationship that you're building and the kind of person that you are becoming. Yes. You know, and the impact that you're bringing um, to the people that's uh, outside or rather in, in your circle. Mm.
0: Very nice, right? Yeah. dj thank you, no, I, yeah, you summed up pretty well, and i 'm really lost for words because I loved what you said about the four foundations and yeah, in these uncertain times, many people tend to focus on the material things, but we, we, yeah, we, we, we forget that this is about health, family meaning, and service and contribution. That is really what brings life joy. Um, Mm. Yeah. And thank you for actually giving us the coaching question for the week for our listeners. (laughs) Because apart from a practice, we actually also end with a coaching question. And I thought that question that you ask yourself day to day to reflect on your choices and decisions is something that perhaps yeah our listeners can also use to Mm. um, do some inner reflection every day,
2: Mm. which
0: is, with every choice or decision in front of you, um, when you do this, like, who are you becoming? Um, Yes. Yes. Thank you.
1: Right. So, Uh, yeah, just to repeat the question, Mm. um, in all the things that you are doing, who are you becoming? Yeah. Right. And the coaching practice is, what are some of the actions practice that you are doing as a recharge
2: for Mm. yourself?
1: What are you Mm. doing to recharge yourself?
2: Mm.
1: Right. Yes. So, Thank you. Thank you so much. Uh, You're yeah, most home. welcome. We really love well. you.
2: Yeah. Thank you. Thank you.